The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. Chrissy, what's going on? N- not a lot. I mean, there's somebody on screen next to you. We do? We got someone in the thing? I'm Who's having, that? like, flashbacks, yeah. like PTSD. Like, <laughs> <what's>, <laughs> I know that face. That face. Yeah. Who can't love that face? Look at I just want to touch his cheeks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You can see them now. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, dude? Yo, yo. What's up, homie? Same old stuff. Where the hell is the friggin' show? Pit Life Barbecue is live now on the Pit Life Barbecue. Oh, I just got the the, notification. I swear. We're not just talking to ourselves. Uh, So what's happening, dude? Yo, bro. What's up? Not Good to be kind man. of kind of back in the seat, <laughs> floating <laughs> over it. Maybe you know you're in a seat. <laughs> in the, the a seat. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're definitely in the seat. That's for sure. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Oh man. Come on. What the hell? Why is this happening? I hate technology. What's there happening, we go. buddy? I needed to get the pit life one, so I get the full chat. There's Dutch brother Alton C Mac. Mrs. Mags, Max Cognell, Crawd Daddy. Woohoo, Ben Ross, what's going on? What's up, boys? Oh, so we're gonna have we're gonna have some fun today. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna cover recap the this year's comps. We got the hot topic that I picked up mm-hmm. going through uh a couple of the other shows on uh you know, food barbecue restaurants and trucks. So we'll get Greg's insight on that. Kyle, what's happening? Kevin Turner, Robert, what's going on? What's up, boys? Kyle. You know, I tried to find my uh, yellow V-neck for today, but <laughs> it was in the wash because I just I just wore it a couple days ago, and our washing machine's broken. So uh, <laughs> another one coming uh, Thursday, but uh, I haven't been able to get that thing. I was hoping to have that yellow V-neck. I know everyone misses that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, but. Cold smoking sausage on the back line, backyard pit. Nice. Clarence Joseph, CJ, what's happening? So let's get this show on the road. Oh, let's get down to the brass tacks. To the brass tacks. <laughs> Why don't you take it? You want me to do this? Do it. Let's go. I mean, there's no teleprompter here. It's been a while, but uh, hey, you ever wonder why people aren't lining up for your barbecue? But you look out the window and everyone's lining up at your neighbors. And that's because your neighbor is using Uncle Steve's shake. And apparently you're not, which means one thing, Chrissy. You better get you some. You know what? Uncle Steve's shake is handmade, uses only the finest ingredients, and comes in over 10 amazing flavors. If you can eat it, Uncle Steve has a shake for it. And if you have any shake questions, Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service. They'll answer all your shake 
needs. It's time to take your backyard and your competition game to that next level. When Uncle Steve shake, shake some on everything. And also check out his Facebook uh, group, the uh, Uncle Steve Shake Nation. Also brought to you by... Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today, I am smoking the J.C. Newman, the American. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Also brought to you by Backline Fabrication and Backline Smokers, the guy that makes those right there. As you know, Johnny has Miss Mary. This is the night train. Look at Ryan out of Austin, Texas, talks to you, gets to know you, and incorporates what's important in your lives into your smoker. Every build is personal. And the possibilities are absolutely endless. Every square inch fabricated by Ryan Newland. Check them out at Backline Fab on Instagram, Backline Fabrication on Facebook, BacklineFabrication.com. You won't be disappointed, peeps. These things run like Maseratis. No joke. Also brought to you by Magnachef Gloves. Our brother Al Infante knows a little something about fire management, being a Miami-Dade firefighter. He designed these gloves for all your barbecue needs. Made of food-grade silicone, the patented magnetic clip for the easy on and off. Heat rated up to 500 degrees. The two-finger web fit for firm grip. One size fits all. Dishwasher safe. But if you're more of the traditional five-finger gloves. Al has you covered now, too, with his new Freedom Gloves, which is your five-finger neoprenes with the extra-long gauntlet to protect the forearms. Mm -hmm. Same everything, easy on and off, magnetic clips, but these right here, heat-rated, 932 Ooh. degrees. We were literally at Ryan's shop in Austin doing the first cook on Miss Mary, and we were literally holding the charcoal basket fully engulfed with the coals in the wood, flames shooting up, and just sitting there holding it, no flinching. These gloves... Practice what they preach. Check them out at magnuschef.com and at checkout, use the code ROYAL21. That's ROYAL21 for 15% off your order. Magnuschef gloves, master the fire, freedom gloves, take a stand, free your hands. Also brought to you by... CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com. Brother Ian Hemming is making what I call the Yeti of cutting boards out of Magnolia, Texas. These boards take an absolute beating. From the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop board, to the massive 18 by 36 brisket board. 
and then the pizza board for that perfect slice every time. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. That is the letter R, us.com. All right, who else we got in here? Kyle C-Mac's talking 7,000 degrees. The Commish, <laughs> what's up, brother? The commission is in the house. James Blunt, Juke, what's going on? What's up, Juke? Hold on, Kyle. I can't see. I can't see the chat because I'm not. I'm in the Zoom. (laughs) Kyle's up to his shit again. Harold, what's happening? (laughs) So. First off, you know, for everyone listening, we always start the same way. You know, who is Greg the Giorgio, the barbecue bug? How they? Well, fuck that. We all know. Shit, (laughs) we're no stranger. (laughs) So, what's been going down, son? You are on location. I'm assuming up at the pig. Yep, yep. I am. uh, I'm here on location. that's the big pig over over there. That's the that's the restaurant over there. That's my. You can see it right there on the right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm in the corner here, in the back. And uh, I got I got the night train set up, and we're just chilling. I got a I got a party of forty tomorrow. It's been a been a pretty busy year. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just, it just keeps going. I don't I don't know. You know things know. are going great. I'll put the pig for you, right? <laughs> These guys are awesome here. I mean, these guys are amazing. When I stepped down from the show in the spring, it was to come here and train. You know, I, I knew I'd be working 50, 60 hours a week. So there was really not much time for, for any extracurriculars at, the, at, at that moment. And uh, we came here and uh, they had a whole new kitchen staff. And I helped uh, get these guys through the spring and uh, trained, uh, you know, bunch of the staff on how to you know smoke the meats and work their uh 2000 gallon um smoke, uh, you know offset smokers they got by uh, bison and uh and then they hired a dude from uh, hurtado who came in and obviously came in running knows what he's doing and these guys you know they're freaking the food's great here and uh you know it's places like this and you know that are, that are you know putting Put New England on the map for sure. Uh, helping to put New England on the map for, for barbecue. So now I'm just uh, renting the kitchen. They said, why go? Stay. Use the kitchen. I'm renting the kitchen. Help them out with cooks every once in a while if they need help or need, need someone to fill in. You know, it's just barbecue love, brother. You would think that two catering companies operating under the same roof would be competitive or worry about competition. Yeah. It's like, these guys have, have referred me business that they couldn't handle. Uh, I've referred them business like pigs and stuff. People ask me to do pig roasts. I don't do them. I refer them to them, you know? So we help each other out. We help each other grow and support each other. It's pretty awesome. Nice. You know, the pretty, give and take back and forth. Sweet. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. So it's all going. I saw you, you know, you were live yesterday trimming up some beautiful briskets, making yep. that shit yep. look easy now. <laughs> I think I probably, I think I've, I've, I don't know. I might've, I might've trimmed over a thousand briskets. I was, I was thinking this year, I was thinking about it 
earlier. Because someone asked you during the when you were live yesterday, you know, uh, I think I think it was uh, a, um, Kurt Special, Curtis Kano. Maybe. I think he asked, you know, how many briskets yeah. have you trimmed this year? And you stopped. Yeah. Like, huh. You know, well, definitely, hun- definitely hundreds, definitely hundreds. I mean, within my own company, I've, I've trimmed a ton. But when I was, you know, doing, uh, you know, I was slow. With, my stuff didn't really pick up till the summer. Big Pig was jamming in the spring. I was cooking anywhere from, you know, 25 to 40 briskets at any at any time. Um, same with pork butts, 30, 40 pork butts. You know, so, geez, I mean, think about all of that. Hey, see you later. Have a good night, buddy. All right. The rest of the guys leaving the uh, leaving the restaurant. Um, yeah, you know, if you count those this year, and just that's it's definitely in the high hundreds. I would say that I've trimmed this year. <laughs> Not crazy. Wild. Fucking wild. I, I just I just look at each one and just like, okay, this needs to go. This needs to come off. That can stay. This is too thin. It's just it's like walking now. I don't even really. <laughs> Pay much attention to it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh yeah, Joe Forestier, what's happening? Chapin, KC, what's going on? Sinister Joey. State Company's in the house. What's the so, Gator? Listen, Sinister State Company. Shout out to those guys. Scott McDonald, great guy. Those guys took the GC this weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, at the uh, Toy Drive, uh, Neb's uh, New England Barbecue Society. Uh, tailgate barbecue competition that 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 we did. Segway. Yeah, if only we <laughs> knew someone who took an eighth place rib on that competition. Hmm. Hey, I know a guy. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I competed in this week this weekend for the first time without my boys. It was lonely, but I was in good company. You know, people like Jay Scanlon from Bernie's Blue Line Barbecue up in uh, New York, up, uh, up upstate New York. You know, driving in from upstate New York. Yeah. You know. Just, you know, just being part of that New England grill of, of this barbecue community. But Sinister, those guys have a, they're, they're a steak, uh, a, a pro steak team. They do very well. And they're also crushing it. They have a barbecue team as well. And they're just, they're just killing it. Those guys put in some fantastic products this weekend. Competition's also addicting, man. Yes. And, you know, I, I, I first want to sit here and say, Greg, I am proud of you. Thank you. For your post you made the other day, admitting you have an, a problem <laughs> is the first step to recovery. Yep. And, the, and the fact of you finally came out and admitted to all of this, you are addicted to competition barbecue. I am now. You know, <laughs> I have been since, we, since that first KCBS we did. was a June of 2020. 21 was our first uh yeah. was our first one sorry it's a little bit windy out here guys um yeah man you know i look back at that and that was like the best we did in brisket i think we came in like like 18 or 19 out of like 30 you know and and brisket's so hard for competition yeah it is it's so it's so different and I, and I was like that sucks you know i was like oh but since then we haven't done it even that well, ratio speaking, twenty six out of twenty six out of twenty nine. You know, I never I haven't, I haven't come in last. You know, I'm the brisket guy. You know, and that's my jam when it comes to catering. But you know, it's just different. It, it competition food is so different than anything you cook in the backyard. Oh yeah, 
anything anything you cook for catering it's just different you know it's like it's like anyone can cook tender ribs right like anybody like like not anybody but like your barbecue guy you've been doing this for a while think about it you get 25 30 teams 40 teams whatever mm-hmm. everybody there can cook tender ribs everybody mm-hmm. everyone can pretty much everyone anyway and can, can cook tasty ribs you know and i don't know maybe not everyone can make them look pretty that's kind of an art and i have trouble with that i think because i'm not great at art but but think about how finely how how tender can you get them that's it's like a tender i i feel that these comps are mostly a tenderness and it's a beauty contest and a tenderness contest yeah you know i forget who the hell said it and or it was on it was either a live i was on watching and and and, and they said it perfect he goes as far as the appearance and stuff and you know okay i i really don't care cuz i'm going to whip your ass every time on tenderness <laughs> you know and he you you was dead set on it he goes you can outscore me on the appearance. You can outscore this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna destroy you every time on tenderness. That he had his game on the ten, the tenderness game was that. Who's on, this? I Who can't, I can't remember. I want to tell you something about that though. That it was definitely uh, uh, one of the one of the guys out of Texas. That okay. I know for sure. It's funny. I could cook thirty racks of ribs for a catering job, and all come out like that perfect pullback, the tenderness you know, that you're looking for, it's like perfect, you know, and then I cook four racks for a competition and then I'm like having trouble with pullback and tenderness. What's happening here? It oh, yeah. never goes the way you plan it, you know, <laughs> but that's the thing, like maybe, maybe I do have a few racks within those 30 or 25 that, that aren't as tender as the other ones, but I don't notice it because there's so many of them. Yeah. And by the, by the time I can bro them or put them in the, in the cooler and take them to the job, and they sit for an hour in the pan. You hit the tender. Maybe they're yeah. getting more tender. You know what I mean? So you know, that's, and you also have to judge that when you're traveling too. That's a whole other thing. But you have to also judge carryover in, in barbecue comps too with your food. If your brisket's done super early, it sits in the Cambro. So you don't burp that thing. Oh, yeah. I overcooked two comps ago. I think it was a Budweiser comp we did in june i feel like i overcooked that brisket a little bit because i never burped the the uh the camera it's just this little 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 steps that you just forget because there's so much oh yeah oh yeah you know i you know i i I did it the other day you know obviously i'm still learning you know the the new pit and you know not used to the efficiency of the back line you know what i mean so my mind is my mind was still the 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 oak the oaky joe highland and so I had. Can you still hear me? Oh yeah, loud and clear. Okay, good. Okay, and cool. uh, uh, a piece of wood. Beautiful pit, by the way. Wow, what a great job Brian did. Oh, huh? dude, it 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 it. it I'm a little biased, but it's breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, it is just, wild. I can't wait to see it. I can't, that that color looks money, dude. I can't wait to see it. You know, you know in person. He, uh, if I, if I remember right, he actually had to go to Arizona. To get that paint away, wow! He, he said, "He goes, yeah, I'm going to visit my mother, and I'm going to pick up the paint because they're the only place that has it." So imagine that that plum crazy <laughs> purple, 
but but yeah, so the mindset still with the Oklahoma Joe tr- trying to transfer all my cooking stuff and my times and yep. everything with to yep. the back line, you know, it did get me the other weekend when I did one of those I did one of the briskets that I brought back from Texas, my little Texas contraband. Yeah. And yep. um you know, because I had H-E-B? yep, HEB's money, isn't it? I love that store. HEB, like, why don't we just get some money together and open up an HEB here to sell quality brisket for a quality price, <laughs> dude? Around here, you go for a full pack, right? That put it that you know, 12, 15 pound friggin' range choice, yeah, starts at 70, 80 bucks. This was the the prime down there, sixty bucks. You know, it's like okay, like a fifteen, like a fifteen pounder. Yeah, fifteen pound full full, you know, what, full packer. Three something, three three something a pound. What are they? Getting? Yeah, it was, I, I forget getting? what it is. I I still got the other one still in the freezer, so I'll check what the what the price of the pounds was. But right next to it, they had wagyu's for one hundred and thirty bucks. Yeah. You know, it was like, geez, it's like, holy shit. But, but yeah, it, it caught me because I had the last, because I wound up doing it overnight because I was just nervous because they always took me so long on the Oklahoma yep. Joe. So this was, so, so I threw it on about 930 Saturday night. It, it, it was in the cooler resting at eight o'clock in the morning, you know. Yep. It just ran so efficiently, but I had tempted it, and it yep. was sitting there right about 195. The center still had just a hair of uh, resistance to it. Yeah. So yep. I'm like, all right, let me give it, and here's what, here's what screwed me on it. My mind is still Oklahoma Joe. Mm. Okay? Which, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, that, that, that pit had got, you through. got me through. Got me learned, camp. learned, learned camp. it all. That pit owes me nothing. Not saying right. anything about, bad about it. But yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, let me give it another 20 minutes, and then we're good. That friggin' 20 minutes, that brisket jumped from 193 to 195 to, like, 208. Perfect. It was like, ooh, you know, but they threw yeah. it in the thing. <clears throat> But like you said, it's I I, I rest I, I kept burping it, but but it's yeah. still I I don't think I did it enough because did you let it re- how long did you let it rest before you put it in the cooler? I let that's a huge that's a big one. This one, big I, one I I I probably let it go about forty five minutes because the, the the dogs were getting a little antsy, and I was I can not wait up to two hours it. sometimes. I have to wait up to two hours sometimes. Oh really? I always I always build a two hour rest <clears throat> when uh, hour and a half maybe. Like now it'll like in the summertime. Forget about it. Like it'll take two hours for these briskets to go from you know the two o five to I cook pretty much everything two o five to two ten range. Yeah, I find that everything's kind of within the upper two hundred and five to ten rather than two hundred to two o five um, for the real you know real breakdown of everything. But you know I'll I'll, I'll cook it up there and then I rest it. In the racks, and I, after an hour, I'm still 195, 190, mm-hmm. and I want to be down in like the 175 range, 170 range is kind of where I'm looking to be before we put them in the before put I put them in the, the warmer. Okay, yeah, 
and that's what we that's what we train the guys here at Big Pig do to to do because uh, you, you could overcook them that way. Yeah, you know. I mean, look at when I'm cooking for myself. There might be a there might be a when I'm that last brisket is just hanging in the in the high two hundreds and it's not really tender. It's almost there. It's like it needs another half hour. Like I I'll take that and I'll throw that one right in the warmer. No no shame. Yeah. No shame. No shame. It'll carry over. But that's just me being me. You, you know, you just have to know, like, if that's going to work or not. A couple test runs without screwing it up and you feel confident you can do shit like that. <laughs> you don't want to train a new guy to do that shit. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean? so, uh, so you, you, you hit an eighth place rib this weekend. Yes. Left so overall. When I had left the day that actually the day I left for Texas. Yep. I had our good friend Len Will on, and we were mm-hmm. talking about the second annual Barbecue Bedlam. Yes, sir. And uh, that turned out all right for you, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A first place pork and uh, third place beef, third place chicken, grand champion for the team, for uh, Team NEP. Nice, nice. Yeah, that was a fun one. Mm. That was a fun one, man. Because it's different. So- it's a we different. Wait, we got a wrap, we got a wait, we got a wrestling belt. Yeah, come on, hell it's yeah! Prize ever. If you're an '80s kid like me, that's a, that's better than a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> Just have this strapped. Have the have yeah. the old strap over the shoulder. That's it. You know. That's it. But uh, but look at there's like this. The, the the point I was making earlier, the, the, the whole tenderness. Con, you know, it, there's so many great cooks out there that are putting New England on the map, that are driving from Connecticut, upstate New York, Rhode Island, all parts, you know, and New, technically New York's not actually even in New England. <laughs> but they're, so, they're, they're close enough. Close enough. We consider them family, unless we're talking about baseball. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's like, I've realized that, it, you know, it's not just, you know, a podcast or a Facebook group or a restaurant, a local barbecue restaurant in Boston that are putting, you know, barbecue, New England barbecue on the map or even competition. It's everyone. It is. If you, I feel I'm involved in all, I feel is I try to be involved in as many different aspects of barbecue as possible. So I still consider myself a backyard guy, but yet I cater can feed up to two, 300 people. Okay. Um, I, I compete, you know, I try to stay involved as involved as, as possible. And I feel that what I've learned is that all these sectors are working together collectively. Your podcast, new England Pitmasters, amazing group that we have your bit life group, these awesome restaurants like big pig barbecue, rusty can BT smokehouse, just to name a few. In, in Massachusetts, um, who do barbecue in Connecticut, guys like that, and teams like Sinister, teams like uh, Billy Gillespie, okay, and his team, uh, Smoking Hogs, uh, Fire at the End of the Day, you know, Hogwash Barbecue, who got Rookie of the Year yeah. this year, shout out. To those guys, you know, uh, All right. six, 16 mesh, you know, 16 mesh who just came back from the, the jack. jack. Yeah. Great guest to have on, by the way. Gotta, gotta get, you should get 
That's a great one. Guys like that, fire at the end of the day. People that you may not have heard of before, um, but are right up there giving Bill Gillespie like the run for his money. Damn. You know, you know, at that level. And it's in, it's it's incredible, you know. But there's so many great teams out there. You know, Q Shanty, you got Rico out there doing it. Um God, there's, there's 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 a lot. There's, you know, hell, Matt from Matt's Backyard Barbecue, he, Matt, he's down in Texas say, at, at World Foods right now. Another great guest to have on. You know, guy's doing things. He's out at the World Food Invitational right now. We just so many great cooks and, and pitmasters in, in New England. Um, and now that I'm involved in a lot of different sectors, I'm just seeing how they all work well, how they all are kind of working together without even trying to work together. It's all happening. And I think collectively it's really, it's really helping to put, put new England on the map. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, uh, and then of course, you know, our brothers out, you know, in Texas, Texas barbecue, uh, chapter, um, our brothers out there who, who give us love and give us support and, and help our growth outside of new England. We can use all the help we can get. Let's face it. We're not known for barbecue, <laughs> you know, but I'll sh- I, we're not known for barbecue, but I'll show you this. There's a lot of people here with tremendous love. Oh, yeah. For barbecue. Low and slow and hot and fast. Both. hundred percent. hundred percent. hundred percent. There he is. Uncle Steve in the house. Oh, my dude. What's shit. up, brother? Uncle Steve. All right, folks. <clears throat> Real quick. Uncle Steve is running a Thanksgiving turkey special. Order a large competition bird shake and a large sweet dessert shake and get a free either smoke bomb or sweet and spicier. Your orders need to be in to have them by Thanksgiving need to be in, but he said by probably Thursday, November 17th. So the week before he said possibly the 18th. But then you're dealing with it sitting over a Sunday <clears throat> somewhere along the line before it really starts moving. But for the Pit Life listeners and followers, he's adding a little something to the deal. If you order the competition bird shake and the sweet dessert shake in the comment section of the order form... <clears throat> Mention Pit Life Barbecue and then any of the flavors you want. That's the one you get, not necessarily the smoke bomb or the sweet and spicy. You want a gator shake, you get a gator shake. You want a, the original, you get the original. The South Texas Red, you get the South Texas Red. Just mention Great Pit rubs. Life Barbecue and whatever rub from the entire line you want. And get those orders in by the 17th. So mm-hmm. you have them here for Thanksgiving. <clears throat> so. So. You've, you, you, you're doing great on the circuit with the boys. By yourself. You're loving it. Enjoying it. Meeting so many great people. Bringing that love all the way around. Next year, mm. do you have any already on the horizon 
that you definitely well, going to want to look into? Maybe some you didn't yeah. do, or so definitely some you did do. Obviously, probably the Merrimack, KCBS, yes. obviously, obviously Bedlam. You know, yeah. Are there a few more on the on the horizon that you want to try out, or are you going to kind of stick with the ones you've done? Well, I think that you know we definitely love the Granite State one that we did, um, and that was at um, Budweiser last year, and it might be at Budweiser this year again. Um, you know, I think that's a good one. We try to do the Granite State every year, and I, you know, we'll definitely try to do the same ones we did last year, and. I would like to do more of those uh, Nebs, you know, Nebs ones that, with the chicken and ribs. Yeah. You know, with, with catering, it's hard to get out there on the weekends and do it. But I think that I can try to squeeze some in before we get busy in April, June's time, or I'd say around May or June. Um, and those, those, it would be really great to see a lot more people from New England that are backyard guys getting out there and doing more of these Nebs contests that uh, Kathy Trainer's doing. Um, you know, chicken and ribs, you get, get there at six o'clock, you're out of there by four, four thirty. It's easy. You don't have to camp out at the cheaper. So I'm looking to do more of those. Um, you know, it's hard to get all four of us together. Yeah. You know, and it, it's expensive too. <laughs> we don't have any sponsors or anything. So to get out there, uh, at least not yet, we're working on a few, but, um, to get out there for the weekend, rent an RV, we could probably pull it off, you know, a couple times a year. And then, um, you know, we'll, we're all going to try to collectively do some of the backyard ones. I, I'm going to try to do as many as I can. Um, and I'll try to get whoever can make it, whether it be C-Mac or, you know, Crawdaddy or K-Yor. I'll try to grab one of them for the, you know, for those. If, if, not, if they all can't make it, we'll do the best we can. Um, there is a state comp, an SCA comp that I want to do um, next March 1st. And I think it's in... Endenfield, Connecticut. Yes. Um, I wanted. I want to do that one. We did that one SCA when we did the first KCBS, which at the first Grand Estate in 2021, and we came in like 13th out of 26, which was a had no idea what we were doing for the first know? state. And, yeah, and for the first one, and we're like, shit, that's not bad. If that little nipple thing didn't pop out the center of the of the stake at the last moment, we might've even got top 10. <laughs> so that was fun. Cause you got a bunch of guys standing around. Actually what we were cooking on was an, <laughs> with an 18 inch Weber kettle without the, uh, with the wrong size grill grates that Chris had from, from his rec tech that we shoved in there. And it was like, put the stake down. And then you, you spray, you lift it up, you spray, you scrape, you spray, you, you put it down, you turn it. Someone's got the timer. Someone's got the sprayer. Someone's got the spatula. And you're all like doing like, like a, like a pit stop. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and it was just, it's, you know, it's so much fun. And those are, those are pretty, you know, inexpensive to mm. do. And they're one day in and one day out. You don't have to camp out. So I'd like to do some more SCAs as well. If I, if I could either with the team, you know, if they can make it or, or by myself. I'll do as much as I can with uh, time permitting, you know, and catering picking up as it is every season. So, um, for sure. So yeah, man. Shit, and I'd like to see you get out there. You know, I me am. You, maybe maybe we could do a freaking, you know, Saturday uh, chicken and ribs with Miss Mary. Yep. Um, I'm you know, looking into. Bring, I don't have to. I don't have to bring King Kong, which <laughs> I get laughed. By the way, I I get laughed at. 
<laughs> which I'm fine with. Okay. I get laughed at, at, at cops because I bring a 500 gallon catering hog. All right. To the freaking show. I could fit like three pigs in this thing. It's not your normal, you know, it's, it's not your normal catering uh, or a competition rig, but what people don't realize is that this thing runs like a 250. Yeah. Okay. And it takes probably less wood than a lane 250 will take. Mm-hmm. All right. Just to run it at temp. So as big as it is, it's efficient. And guess what? I have zones. Yeah. As many zones as I want. 100%. I even got a microwave. Talk right if I want. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, I got my eye on a couple. Actually, um, I think Kathy was, I think, yesterday had a post hinting to another one. I think she said it was in the comments it was looking in May, but it, it looked like there was they didn't have it there this year, but they were gonna mm-hmm. go back next year. So I gotta keep an eye out for that. Because my I have, my, the my I have the snowshoe as well, which was yeah cold last year. But I, I you know, I gotta I gotta get it all timed out. I I need to talk with her to find out when she has the entire list of events, right. and then then pick and choose those. I'd like to do them um, the Budweiser in Merrimack, but I'm Fun. also I'm also thinking of just going completely fucking crazy <laughs> and do heading to do thinking about the smoke on the mountain in Galax, Virginia in end of July, the third, third week in July, the 21st first and 22nd. That's a good one. Yeah. I was talking with Mark Williams when I was down, when I had gone to uh, Malcolm shop on my way to yep. Texas, we, me and Mark and, uh, and Mikey were talking and he's Ooh. like, he's like, yo. He goes, come on down. He goes, you know, with this new rig. He goes, we set right up on Main Street. <coughs> we have a, uh, we have a hell of a time. That's fun. And, and he went wild down there. He left with a yeah. damn orchestra because that's the competition that they do the, uh, the instruments as the trophies. Oh, so the grand champion fun. gets the banjo and all that yep, good stuff yep. and the fiddles. So mm, I have cool. to look into that one because that one will Ooh. be expensive. <laughs> I just thought of one that I want to do that I missed last year. The Grumpy Cup. The Grumpy The Grumpy Cup. Cup. It's, in, it's in July, if I'm not mistaken. And it's a cannabis cup and a barbecue competition at the same freaking time. <laughs> no. Yes. And you know I'm 420 friendly. Oh, I'm not ever running, remind I'm not running me, president. I got some what? news for you Okay. on that one. I got a, uh, got a little inside on information on, uh, on, the four, on the 420 front line? On the 420 front lines of someone oh. who is in the barbecue world, rub oh. and seasoning sauce company, uh-huh. who is coming oh. out with... With some infused products? With some infused sauce. I can't give the name yet. I think but, I know who it is, but I'm not going to say anything. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll touch base imagine. on that. Yep. But um, but we yeah. had spoken earlier on a hot topic that I have did. keep finding popping up Yep. on a couple <clears> different <throat> shows I listen to. And I wanted to get your opinion. I wanted to get Mike's opinion. Oh, shit. I almost fucked this up. Michael is going to join me today, but he's having some work done at the house. And the contractor wound up coming today. 
instead of I believe he was supposed to come tomorrow. So De- Mike was unable to do it. But Greggy Boy stood up and goes, yo, let's do this. And that's what we're I doing. I said, I'm here. Let's go, baby. Let's so the hot topic that I'm finding mm-hmm. out on a couple of these shows is the th- somewhat like the term pitmaster that we had mm-hmm. spoken with with CJ before, but mm-hmm. sold out. Mm. So not sold out like you sold out of the no no no, as like in sold out, out of <laughs> product. 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 So a restaurant, a caterer, a food truck. Yes. It seems I can't even say it's a double-sided sword. On this, it almost seems it's like a four-way split on it because you have okay. You can take the sold out as a positive. You went through all your product. Or you could see it on a mm-hmm. negative end of, well, you didn't have enough product. But you can also see it mm-hmm. on a consumer end. Oh, I need to go to the barbecue broker. I need to go to Messy Mike's. I see on their Instagram and their Facebook that they, they keep sell their product keeps selling out, keeps selling out. So it's in demand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you also yeah. have the negative aspect of it of, well, man, I can't even go and get anything because they, they sell out all the time. I can never get any product. What's your opinion on the sold out? Because it can go so many ways. And we had a great conversation about it this afternoon, but mm-hmm, go mm-hmm. Ahead. Well, your opinion. Well, I guess we'll start off with the sold out that – the type of sold out where you didn't judge correctly. Unless you're a new restaurant, you know, and it's the first couple of weeks or whatever, you know, that, that's, that's, that can be common. You don't know how busy you're going to be and you're trying to judge what you're going to cook. So maybe, you know, maybe you, you misjudge a few times, but an experienced or, you know, a restaurant that's been open for a while should know how to judge that pretty well after after a little bit. Kind of the same with the caterer cooking for 100 people. Oh, how many briskets do I need? Or, you know, I'm not going to be short. And, you know, how many or how many am I going to be left over? Because I don't want to be short. You know, I think that all comes with with experience. But I think as, as a general, generally speaking, I think that when you own a, a barbecue restaurant, or a food truck and you're selling barbecue, there's a, there's a delicate balance between freshness or quality of the product and making money. Because as much as we love smoking meats, if you've opened up a company, you put your heart and soul and pretty much everything you own dollar wise into that. So as much as you love doing it, it, you know, you have to make a living. Mm -hmm. So, in, in, in meat, it's expensive. It's really expensive. So, you know, I don't know the, some of these uh, of the greats out there that are reheating brisket the next day. You know, I think that if you have leftover brisket, maybe you donate some, maybe some's going in some beans or, you know, you're repurposing it and, you know, whatever. You're making chili and stuff like that. But most of the time, you, you want to serve the freshest product possible. So, you know, you don't want to ever have too much product left over because that just squeezes the margins that are already squeezed with B 
beef, uh, you know, in, in poultry and all the prices of meat that have skyrocketed over the last couple of years. You know, there's been a place in, in Kansas City that said that even recommended, you know, we don't recommend the brisket, but it's here if you want it because it's so expensive and they have yeah. to charge so much for it. Yeah. You know, so so I think that if it's if you know, and, and then the other thing is like you can only have so much uh, smoker space. Yeah. Right. So if the guys here, big pig, got, you know, two one thousands and a twenty five hundred. Same with the rusty can, the twenty five hundred, you know, uh, gallons of of smoker space. If if you're, you can only fit so much meat in there, and if you're busy, you're gonna sell out. Mm. And guess what? I want to go to that barbecue restaurant. Oh because yeah, they're selling out. And if you've been open for a while and you're still selling out, you're not misjudging. You're 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 cooking to max capacity, and you're just selling out. And as long as you're not selling out too early, oh that yeah, might be a key right there. And you know, you're selling I, out too early, you know. And I had to, you know, when I had talked to Mike about this, and mm-hmm. you know, you can you can open up, be you know, the first guy in line comes in and mm-hmm. goes, "I want an entire brisket, I want three racks of ribs, and I want two trays of macaroni and cheese." Just that order right there has thrown your whole day of planning way off. Or has it? Because you cooked all that in your head, making X amount of money. This mm-hmm. is the max I can cook. You know what? If you sell out early, that was just a really fluke type of scenario, and you should be happy. Go enjoy your family for a few hours that you never see. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But Because you, you've made your money for the day. Which is not which is which is the goal, you know. But like, if you're open, if you open at eleven, like in Texas, places sell out within a couple hours, right? We don't have that here in New England because it's not a barbecue destination hotspot, right? So you open up at eleven or twelve, eleven thirty, and you open till eight. Okay, if you make it all day and you sell out a brisket around seven seven thirty, you freaking judged it perfectly, my friend. Perfectly, yeah. That's a perfect. Perfect, like that's perfect. Have a brisket left over, maybe. Use it for chili. Use it in the beans, no problem. Make steak and she- makes make steak bombs. There's no shame in using a two day old brisket to make a steak bomb. Oh yeah, what's wrong with that? Steak yeah. and cheese, like. And, and, wrong with that. And, the, and the other thing that everyone's got you got to understand is the time involved. Mm. It's not like mm-hmm. you can just, throw, oh, we're getting low on brisket. Oh, just throw another one on yeah. and give it an hour and we'll be good. We'll be back. No, 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 no. It don't work that way. Right? <laughs> you know, shit, even Imagine. ribs, you know. Yeah. You, you five can, hours. Yeah. Four, five hours. What are you going to do? Four like, hours. Yeah. You can't just throw, throw a couple more burgers on the grill. Yeah. So, so it's a really hard, it's really a hard business if you think about it. It's a tough business. Of uh, in a balance of okay, you know, I got last week's numbers to go off, or last year's numbers at this time, or, you know, and we did X amount of dollars. So I need to, and I cooked so many briskets. That's why note taking is very important and making sure that you're comparing week to week and year to year. And you're trying to just order as much as you think you're going to sell. You're not always going to get it right, but you're hoping that there's a balance of you know, of times where you sell out and don't sell out, that they balance each other, that it, 
that you're profitable. But it's a tough thing to, to, to do because, again, yeah, you are putting all this time into it. People don't realize when they come to eat at your restaurant or when you do a catering gig, yeah, I'm there for a couple hours serving. Or you come into the restaurant at Big Big uh, and, uh, you know, you spend 20 minutes, half an hour here. We've been cooking that for like 15 to 18 hours. You've got those combined between your brisket, 12-hour cook, and your ribs, six-hour or five-hour cook. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of time that goes into that. So we don't want to lose money. Yeah. We want to stay open for you so we can be here for you. But that that's going to require us to sell out. We're cooking as much food as we can. We, we, want, we need to sell out to stay in business. Yeah. You, you want to have that, you know? So I, controversial, I don't know. I think if you look at it from a consumer standpoint, which I, we, we still, we, we are, obviously, you know, if you were in Texas for a week and this place kept selling out and it was on your list, how bad would you want to be there? How, how early are you going to get up the next morning and try to, try oh, to make it there? Sh- shit, me, me, the family, Ryan and everybody, we, 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 we were sitting at Valentina's at quarter of eight in the morning you know? when they opened up yeah. to make sure we got the real deal Holyfield breakfast taco. You well, know, uh-huh, which I heard are man. Oh, dude. Real deal Holyfield taco. Oh, <laughs> it just sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it was it was legit. It was legit. Yeah. But but yeah, the, the, I, I you know, it's an interesting just like the like the when we had uh, talked about the term pitmaster. It's an interesting yep. topic to see the different views because especially with the sold out, it's coming from all different angles. It's coming from mm. a pitmaster, a chef. It's coming from the consumer, a happy consumer, an angry consumer. It's yeah. coming from so many different angles. It's just, yep. it's just going to be. It's an interesting topic. I heard. I'm like, that is a badass question. So I, I think I'm definitely gonna gonna keep that in the in a, 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 the standard. On you can't make everyone. Is, you can't make everyone happy. Yeah, and there are going to be people that are going to be upset over it especially if they're in town somewhere visiting and they just can't get into a place or they sell out because they've been in line twice. You know, when I was at Truth, I, I was in line and <laughs> Schmitty was in front of me. You got the last of the brisket. I was like, I was like, I, I was like, the only thing I wanted to get was Truth brisket. Okay. <laughs> truth barbecue brisket. And I was in Houston and I'm like, I'm like, Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. I'm in there. I'm in line with Rome and uh, Mad Max and, and, and uh, Robert and, and Schmitty and we're all like just waiting and all of a sudden I hear the guy I'm like well like I'm like 10, 10 people back and I hear well I had a slice brisket I'm like what no. <laughs> next thing you know next thing you know Schmitty's in front of me and he's like I'll get some of the brisket you know and then boom then then I'm like and then he goes sold out of brisket and I'm like you gotta be shitting me right I'm like really <laughs> really I'm like I'm next in line and you sold out of brisket so I experienced this first hand but here's what i did catch on the way out i see them carving up a brisket i was like yo what's up with that and he's like oh uh this is for a catering job and i'm like you know i traveled all the way from boston to try some brisket and he sold out he goes austin he goes just drive back i go boston massachusetts he goes, oh shit he puts, a, he puts a piece of wax paper on the top and he cuts up he cut the strip of burn ends off the side of the point he cubes them up in like six pieces Puts them on the wax paper, and we all ate them. And I was like, "Damn, money, skippy. money, yep. yeah, that's right, Absolutely. Matt. Matt, Matt was at Valentina's on Sunday. You know, got there Amazing. at eight o'clock, was served within ten minutes. Yeah, they got it. They got it legit. 
They got it down. Yeah, who's that? Be- be- uh, be- Backyards barbecue, Matt. Uh, Matt. Matt Wilford. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. No, yeah, Valentine is is legit. But dude, you know what Yo. time it is, Jack? It is, baby. It is that time, brother. It is. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> awesome, it is. my man. That went by fast. It goes by quick, bro. Mm-hmm. It goes mm-hmm. by quick. Yep. But, uh, yep. but brother, thank well, you so to, much. It was, it was good to be back. It was good to be on today. Thanks for having me in. Fuck yeah. Once we once we do, we're getting into the winter, so we'll be doing more. You know, once everything yep. slows down with you and the catering and all that good shit. And, yes, sir. You know, we'll, we'll yes, have sir. some fun. We'll have some fun. That's it. You know, I, I don't know if you're doing anything Friday morning from 10 to 12.30, but there's a... Me and C-Mac are going to be together oh. uh, right here doing a couple things. So you want to come oh. by and shoot the shit and talk a little Christmas, Christmas episodes oh. on Friday. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you pre-recording? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Getting it done. No COVID ain't stopping me this year. <laughs> I remember the time. I remember the days. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Chrissy, nice to hang out. You too. You too. You've been well, quiet then, the whole time, Chrissy. Well, you're here. What am I gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Saw that coming down the pipeline. Take the pressure right. off me, big time. <laughs> All right, brother. Hang on one second. Let's roll All this. All right. Deuces. Awesome. 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 Great catching up with brother Greg. But uh, next week, Hall of Famer Doctor Barbecue Ray Lampy joining us to talk yeah. Thanksgiving. Turkey, all things turkey, turkey federation, anything to turkey, it's going down next week with Dr. Barbecue. I can't wait. Excited, excited. I can't wait. Well, that's it for this week, folks. I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook, YouTube. YouTube, hit that subscribe button, notification bell. Have all the episodes right there at your fingertips. Social media, find it. All the links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Chrissy, I will see you on Friday morning. Heck yeah. And uh, for the rest of you, until next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.